Hello, and welcome to another episode of the For the Good podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in on YouTube or listening on a podcast streaming service. I am so glad that you are here, as you can tell by the title. Today, we are going to talk about does God's word change over time? And if it does, adjust with the generation or the times that we're in now. So this actually came up during a conversation that I had with someone a couple weeks ago. Basically, the conversation was centered around, I don't think that God would send someone to hell if they're a good person, but they are gay. I went through the Bible, um, found some verses, and just felt it in my spirit to talk about whether or not God's word changes according to what the world is saying and everything that's going on right now for the month of June. So this is a hefty topic. It's one that I prepared for. I just pray that anyone listening to this episode will just really um, have the ears to hear this. And I just want to preface that all of this is coming from love for anyone watching, heaven is real and eternity is real. And I want to spend eternity with you in order to help you get there. I just really want to talk about this topic so that we make sure that we're on the same page and whether or not God's word is adjusting with your lifestyle. Bear with me. I'm going to try to stay calm because I am a passionate speaker. So when I get passionate, especially about the Lord, I want to just let it all out, but I don't want to come across in a hateful way. Um, I want to come across in a loving way. So today we're going to talk about all of this. And I wanted to start this episode with verses. So obviously the, the basic question for this episode is, does God's word change over time? I wanted to start with listing some verses that answer the question. So the answer is no. God's word does not change. Um, So we'll go through the verses. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. Malachi 3.6. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Hebrews 13.8. But you are the same and your years will not come to an end. Psalm 102.27. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Revelation 22.13. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Isaiah 48. So his word does not change, neither does what he considers a sin. So I feel like with everything that's going on right now, there's been a lot of controversy about whether a good God would send someone to hell for living a sinful life and being a Christian. The basis of the whole idea behind whether or not God's word changes is the fact that we don't get to twist scripture to fit our own narrative and our own opinion. It is not your truth, which in this generation is what people are saying. Well, it's my truth. I believe this because it's my truth. We stand on God's truth as believers. So what he says in the Bible is the truth. The Bible is our law. His word tells us that he does not accept a sinful person into eternity. If God calls it a sin, our opinion or the world's opinion doesn't matter. If we sin, we repent in prayer to God, which means to turn away 
from that sin. And I don't want you to take what I'm saying as, oh, just do this and it's super easy. I made a video about this on TikTok and someone stitched my video and said that, cause I said, it's not that difficult. What I meant by it's not that difficult is the concept of God's word being the truth. Following Jesus is not easy. We pick up our cross daily as Christians and we choose to turn away from the world and follow his law. And in society nowadays, you are not loved when you do that because you are going against other people's personal beliefs and opinions. That journey is not easy, but it's one that we as believers should be willing to do for Jesus. So I don't want for anyone to take what I'm saying that, oh, it's this easy, just do this, just turn away from your sin because following the convictions of the Holy Spirit and changing your life isn't easy. Like you wake up every day and say, I'm not going to do this one thing that I struggle with. But also don't focus. I shouldn't have said that because I feel like we shouldn't be focusing on, I don't want to do this sin. I shouldn't be doing this sin. It's who is Jesus? We should be focusing on who Jesus is and not the sin. I'm sure you've heard a pastor say that before. If they're like, you struggle with this sin, focus on Jesus. Like listen to music, we'll listen to worship music. That's what I always do. If I'm tempted with anything, I turn on worship music and I just rest in his presence. So I don't want to come off like, don't sin, it's really easy. But if we do and we're struggling with it, we repent in prayer and turn away from it. We say, God, I'm sorry that I'm doing this. It's going against your word. And I am a child of God and I want to be a fully devoted follower. God, please allow the Holy Spirit to change me. And he will. If you truly believe it in your heart and pray that prayer with faith, not just hope that he's going to do it, he will. So we turn from our sin. We don't justify it and assume he will accept our sinful nature how we are. We accept the change he makes in us by resting in his presence and allowing the Holy Spirit to change us. So I am currently reading a book called More Than a Carpenter. If you have not read it, go read it. It is so good. It's basically talking about every single argument that an atheist has said against Jesus. And there's proof, historical proof. He talks about the word of God and the proof behind the word of God. And it is just so good. So if you want to add a book to your reading list, definitely read this one. It's so good. Towards the end of the book, there is a chapter called, Isn't There Some Other Way? Basically, it's asking, did Jesus have to die on a cross for us? Or was there another way that we could have a relationship with our Father in heaven? I'm just going to read parts of the book because it's spot on. Um, so we're talking about sinful nature, right? And a lot of people are like, well, this person might be doing this sin that goes against the word of God. But I I believe that because they're a good person and they're doing all of these good deeds that they'll still go to heaven. A lot of people ask the question, how can a loving God allow anyone to go to hell? Let's turn the question around and ask, how can a holy, just, and righteous God allow a sinful person into his presence? Most people understand God to be a loving God, but they don't go any further. He is not only a God of love, but also a God who is righteous, just, and holy. He cannot tolerate sin in his heaven any more than you would tolerate a filthy, diseased dog to live in your home. This misunderstanding about the basic nature and character of God is the cause of so many theological and ethical problems. As believers, we rest in the fact that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he loves us so much. 
but we also have to accept the fact that God's word and Jesus, while he was here on earth, told us that there will be a day of judgment and sin is not tolerated in heaven. I think there are a lot of people in this world that are justifying their sin and saying, God still loves me anyways. It's okay. And they will reach the end of their life trying to follow Jesus, won't accept the change that the Holy Spirit makes in them. Their time will come. And since they were justifying their sin the entire time on earth, God's not going to accept the sin into heaven. That's exactly what his word is telling us. There are a lot of people that are trying to change God's word to adjust with their own truth. If we conform to the world or change God's word because you want to accept people that you care about, you are denying God. If you continue in that mindset and do not fully conform to his never changing word, you will hear, depart from me. Matthew 7, 23. This is Jesus talking. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. You can call yourself a Christian. You can go to church. You can be involved in your community doing good things here on earth. We do not earn our salvation by works. We earn our salvation by putting our faith in Jesus Christ, which is also putting your faith in the fact that he can change you and he does not accept sin. We live in a culture right now that says, you do you. And that is a toxic mindset because if you are a follower of Christ, you should be doing God. And we should be stepping into the change he wants to make in our lives that follows his word. If we do what we want to do without the guidance from the Holy Spirit, it will lead to destruction because we are naturally sinful here on earth. Everything that's going on for Pride Month right now in June, the whole purpose behind them dedicating an entire month to celebrate their community and their decisions is because they're trying to gain approval. I had a really, really, really good conversation with one of my mentors the other day, and it just really stuck with me. That community is trying to gain the approval of the world because subconsciously in their spirit, they know that they are doing something wrong. If I suffered from alcoholism and I was drinking all the time and I could feel deep down in my soul that it was wrong, I would be going to all ends, justifying my sin and getting mad at people that disagreed with me just to make myself feel better. We are human. We long for acceptance and approval. This is a very, very hefty topic. And I just, (laughs) I'm so uncomfortable sitting here talking about this right now. But I have gotten a lot of word and had a lot of conversations that this is something that needs to be talked about. My pastor did a message about this entire topic. Well, the LGBTQ plus community. I feel for this community in a sense of wanting to feel loved and accepted and approved. We all want that, but we find that in Jesus. We feel loved by Jesus. Jesus accepts you for who you are, who he created you 
to be. That community is just, they are human beings desiring to feel love that they have never felt before. Just a word of encouragement for anyone who's in that community that's watching this video right now. I just want to encourage you to give Jesus a chance because once you feel his love, it's going to change your entire life. I am not just telling you that just to tell you that. So my pastor made a point. No one goes to hell for being gay because no one goes to heaven for being straight. All sin is sin. Repent and turn to Jesus. It's not a, you're going to go to hell because of this. You're going to go to hell because of this. It's we follow Jesus and we follow his word. And that is something that he is not for. We as human beings were all created in the image of God. God does not make mistakes. He made you the way that he wanted you to be. He made all of us for a purpose. We are here on earth to grow his kingdom. The will of God is to live according to his word, follow the convictions of the Holy Spirit, and help more people get saved by telling them about the gospel. That is God's will for every believer's life. We all have a God-shaped hole within us that only he can satisfy. So I want to read John 4. Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. So in John 4, 13, Jesus says, Everyone who drinks the water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. People that are not followers of Jesus are here on earth searching for anything and everything to fill their thirst, their desires, to make them feel something, whether that be a substance, a lifestyle, anything. They are longing to have a drink of water. That is what they are doing. And Jesus is telling us that anyone who comes to him will no longer thirst. He can take away your desire for the things of this world. All you have to do is accept him and rest in his presence. We thirst for a relationship with him. And if we let the doubt in our mind win, we will thirst for other things to make us feel fulfilled. When they don't satisfy our thirst, we will find other ways to justify that what we are doing is okay. Since people still feel empty after pursuing same-sex marriages or changing their body parts, they long for the world to approve of them in hopes of satisfying that empty feeling. So the reason why everyone's so defensive about choosing their lifestyle is because they want to feel accepted because deep down inside of them, they do not feel fulfilled. There are many statistics about this community and the suicide rate, and it is extremely high. I had a conversation with someone about this exact topic, and they had a rebuttal. Well, maybe it's high because people are mean to them and don't accept them for who they are. Yeah, as unfortunate as that is, that might be the truth. They might let other people of this world get in their head, those that are being mean to them. We are to show them love in a loving manner, telling them to repent from their sin. As sad as that is, that might be the reason why the suicide rate is so high in that community. But I have yet to hear a story of a follower of Christ committing suicide because the world bullied them for their beliefs and didn't approve of them. In fact, no matter how much hate we get as a community, we do not care because we are put on this earth to spread truth and the entire truth. 
I'm going to be completely honest with you. Making this podcast and videos is extremely uncomfortable for me. And that is how I know this is what God wants me to do. He's given me a lot of confirmation from his word that this is something worth pursuing. And I'm bold enough to sit here and talk about this topic. It's hard. I get a lot of hate online. I get a lot of hateful comments. I get a lot of people stitching my videos on TikTok telling me that, I'm wrong, I'm self-righteous. At the end of the day, everyone can say whatever they want because I'm not longing for the world's approval. I'm pleasing my Lord and Savior who literally saved me and changed my entire life. That is why I'm doing this. And all I want is for everyone to experience the joy and the peace that comes from following Jesus Christ. He is the only one that can satisfy the longing to feel loved and accepted. Non-believers will ignore what can be known about God and the emptiness they feel without him. Instead, they will worship anything and everything other than the Lord. So we're going to read Romans 1. 18 through 22. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Mankind knows God, but refuses to glorify him. Our souls literally live for the word of God. Matthew 4, 4. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And all of that word is available to you in the Bible. If you read something in the Bible that you don't agree with, it's not hard to figure out who is wrong and who is right. His word is everlasting. His word never changes. It does not matter what is going on in the world. All of his word in this Bible stands true. This is the truth. Yes, God is a good, loving, holy, gracious, merciful God. However, we cannot ignore the fact that there will be a day of judgment and God does not accept sin into eternity. The truth is hard to swallow for some people, especially if they're not spending time in God's word. A lot of times if people get defensive about something that you are pulling straight from a verse in the Bible, it is because they know that they're in the wrong and they feel the conviction. And instead of accepting it and allowing the Holy Spirit to change them by resting in the presence of Jesus, they immediately get defensive and attack you. I, it's happened to me so many times. I've literally gotten verbally abused by someone because I was speaking truth. I've gotten into debates with people because I was speaking truth and that wasn't their truth. So they took it out on me. And for everything that the Lord has done in my life, I am happy to take on that hate. And I am proud of it because I know that what I'm standing up for is the truth and eternal life is on the line. If we accept people for how they are instead of telling them to repent, we are doing more harm than good. Because if you are a believer and you care about someone, the most loving thing you can do is to tell them God's truth. As believers, we are not saying these things out of hate, but out of love, because we care so much and want you to join us in eternity. The word is very clear on how you get there. A lot of people think that by accepting 
a person's sinful nature and not telling them that it goes against the word of God and that eternal life is on the line. They think that they are doing more good and that they're loving them where they're at. But if you really think about it, you're accepting the fact that they decided that they don't want to be in heaven. They've accepted the fact that they don't want eternal life and you are supporting that. And you are denying God's word if you're not telling them and you're telling them that everything that they're doing is okay. We have to stick together as a community of believers and we have to continue to spread truth and not false doctrine. We don't get to change anything in this book. Everything stands true. And if you read something that's convicting, pray that God changes your heart on it and helps you to step into the truth. Open your ears and allow him to speak to you through his word. This is how we gain wisdom, is being in the word of God. And the more I read my Bible, the more refined I am. I literally, all I have to do is pick up this Bible and read truth, and my life is transformed. I don't wake up every day and I'm not like, oh my goodness, I have to go do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. No, it's, you know what? I'm gonna sit on my couch and I'm gonna read my Bible and I'm gonna spend time with Jesus. And when my time is done, and when an hour goes by, I get off that couch and I'm like, wow, thank you, Lord, for giving us this word. So as a believer, if someone's asking you your opinion on a topic that is clearly stated as a sin in the Bible, you have to stand true on his word and not deny him. Because by denying God's word, you are denying God. And I know it's difficult. And I know that there are a lot of hateful people in the world that will be extremely rude towards you because you do not believe what they believe. But at the end of the day, I would much rather be hated by the world than to hear depart from me one day. This was a very hefty topic. And I'm not saying this to make anyone feel bad for me whatsoever. But that was a really, really, really hard episode to film. I feel so much weight right now because this is something that the enemy does not want anyone to talk about because he's twisting God's truth. As believers, let's not conform to the world and let's not care about what the world thinks and let's care about what God says and stick together as a community. Jesus told his disciples before he ascended into heaven that he wants all of us believers to stay together as a community and love each other so much and support each other so much because he knew that this world was going to hate us. So I just want to encourage you to step into God's truth for what it is and what God says because it doesn't change and it doesn't adjust. It is God's truth, not your truth. So just pray that the Holy Spirit continues to work a change in you and refines you to follow God's word. Be bold and stand up for your beliefs because eternity with God is on the line. If you stayed until the end, thank you so much for actually listening to the whole thing or watching on YouTube. Uh, I appreciate you guys so much. And I just pray that this episode reaches the people it needs to reach and that people will open their ears to hear the truth. That is all I have for you. Um, stay tuned until the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.